Have you ever thought of buying a franchise or currently own one or many? If so, this podcast is for you. Welcome to Franchise Euphoria, the podcast created and hosted by franchise attorney Josh Brown for the sole purpose of helping people find success through franchising. Hello and welcome to another episode of Franchise Euphoria, the podcast to help buyers, owners, and expansion-minded businesses find success through franchising. Josh Brown here for another tip of the day for you. And today we're going to talk about something uh, that I find kind of interesting, but it's really kind of a specific area in franchising involving buying a resale franchise. You know, the franchise world is an interesting, fun, and oftentimes confusing world. There are many ways to purchase, own, and run a franchise. One popular way to get into franchise ownership is to buy another franchisee's business. This is called a resale. The franchise is currently owned by a franchisee owner-operator that for whatever reason wishes to sell before the end of his or her franchise agreement. These types of opportunities are quite prevalent. But in the haste of finding and owning a business, many franchise buyers neglect to look deep enough when considering a resale. Rather, all the attention is paid to price, price, price. Much is made of the price. This is understandable as nobody wants to overpay for something and they want to make sure that they're getting good value, but too often price and its various economic components become the beginning, middle, and end of any discussion on the value of a business. And this is a huge mistake. Take, for example, this real world illustration below. You have found what you consider to be your quote-unquote dream franchise. It is a resale. You've had many discussions with the current owner, and now you are just trying to figure out price. Last year, the business generated $200,000 in gross profit. The cost of goods sold equaled $50,000. That means the business's gross income before expenses is $150,000. Its expenses, i.e. utilities, payroll, taxes, insurance, and advertising, let's say total $60,000, plus some flexible personal expenses of the current owner, including travel, car, etc., that add another $20,000 in expense. In total, the business's expenses equal $80,000, leaving a net income of $70,000. That's the $150,000 minus the $80,000. Most people at this juncture figure a multiplier of that net income number to come up with a fair price. And while this may be good for the seller, buyers really need to dig a little deeper. But how do you dig deeper? I've sort of created 14 questions that provide 14 ways for you to dig deeper before you buy your resale franchise. So here we go. Question number one that you should be thinking about and asking, what amount, if any, does the business owe to creditors? That means what what amount does the person who's trying to sell the business owe to creditors? Number two, are the creditors secured or unsecured creditors? 
Number three, what are the business's other liabilities? Number four, will you remain in the same location or are you going to have to look at getting a new lease if it's a brick and mortar type resale? Number five, how much time is left on the lease? Number six, are you assuming the lease from the prior owner or signing a new lease? Number seven, what is the surrounding 10 mile radius around the business like? Number eight, do you know the area? Number nine, are the employees of the business staying or leaving? Are you bringing in your own people? Are you going to work with the seller's employees? You really need to think about that ahead of time. And number 10, do you want the employees to stay or leave? Number 11, how do you get rid of problem employees and not inherit inherit bad practices and problems? Number 12, how much is the franchiser requiring in a transfer fee? In every kind of resale, when it's the ownership is transferring from one owner to another, there is a predisclosed transfer fee. And so you're going to want to know what percentage of that you're going to owe. And it, it certainly is negotiable in most instances. Number 13, is the seller willing to split or cover the transfer fee? That kind of speaks to what I just mentioned about negotiating on that fee. And finally, number 14, what are the other franchisor requirements that will be placed on you? You know, so often, as with most things, people fall in love with the business. They just want to get going. They get excited and they don't stop to think about these sorts of additional but very, very relevant issues and questions. And while this list is not exhaustive, going through the exercise of asking these questions will uncover many important aspects of the business that you think you want to buy. Buying a business is not an exact science, but there is no such thing as doing too much due diligence. Buyers should always be aware and be cautious before buying a resale franchise, despite the attractiveness of the price. So I'm curious, um, email me if you'd like at josh at indiefranchiselaw.com. Dot com, and let me know what kind of questions you're asking as you're considering buying that resale franchise. And until next time, happy franchising. Thanks for being with us today on the Franchise Euphoria podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to go to iTunes and provide a review. Also, please remember that although Josh Brown is a licensed and practicing attorney, nothing contained in this podcast should be construed as legal advice, because it is not. The information contained in this podcast is general and educational in nature, and none of it should be relied upon as legal advice. That being said, if you have questions for Josh and would like to contact him, please email him at josh at franchiseuphoria.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you tune in to our next weekly episode.